I find it interesting how much time and attention is given to the Christmas story, especially compared to that of the cross and the resurrection. Certainly the culture's marketing media has pounced on this staggering phenomenon. And in Christian and church circles, the question of which one is more important is often posited, to which the general answer is, well, the one gives meaning to the other. Now, while I think there is truth to that statement, we still deal with a mighty imbalance of disproportionate brain and heart space when it comes to the two most significant events in the spiritual life of the believer. I mean, we have a Christmas season, but only an Easter day. We take time off for the Christmas holiday, but few take a break from their jobs for Easter day. This is why it is important to pay attention to this series. It's called Crossroads because we want to give priority to the importance of the journey to the cross and its significance in the resurrection. Did you know that in the Gospels, the movement to the cross is given far more attention than the birth of Jesus? For instance, in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus's conception and birth take up the first two of Matthew's 28 chapters. Even more, Jesus' final week leading up to the resurrection gets the final quarter of written space in Matthew's telling of the gospel. Palm Sunday begins in Matthew chapter 21. Now, why am I making such a big deal about this? I guess it's simply to say this. The early church certainly viewed the events leading to the cross as a massive priority. So much so that each gospel writer gives significant attention to the details of this earth-shattering event. I tend to fall into the Easter trap. Easter is a day rather than a way of life. So, Crossroads is designed as a snapshot of different Holy Week experiences in Jesus' trip to the cross and an opportunity to think about how our stories intersect in those spaces. Along with this video, teaching will be two more this week. And then we are inviting you to attend a live Good Friday service that will focus on Jesus' work on the cross this Friday, April 7th at 7 o'clock p.m. in the Worship Center at South Rock Christian Church. Now, with that said, here's our first Crossroads experience, which happened on Palm Sunday just after Jesus entered triumphantly into Jerusalem. In Luke's account, we read of Jesus' crossroad as he enters the temple. Here's what Luke has to say in chapter 19, starting in verse 45. And he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sold, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people were seeking to destroy him, but they did not find anything that they could do. For all the people were hanging on his words. Now, this incident has often been incited to show off how even Jesus got angry. We usually come to this passage to spiritualize our own anger, often to excuse it and even call our anger righteous anger because even Jesus gets mad at wrongdoing. Might I suggest that when we misuse this passage, we miss its profound significance? I mean, I don't disagree that Jesus' experience in the temple on that first Palm Sunday reminds us of how important and natural it is for Christians to speak with passion about the Savior, even in the face of worldly rebuke. Pastor Dan Meyer actually and affectionately calls this crosstalk. But crosstalk and even Jesus' episodes in the temple is not about expressed anger that masks itself in weak spirituality. 
It is good to feel about wrongs the same way Jesus did and certainly still does. But the solution is not shoving our faith, beliefs, and even convictions down the throat of others as if this is the way that will right the wrong. I mean, did that work for you? Is that how you have come to know the love of the Lord? I doubt it. And even more importantly, this isn't even what Jesus did here. Journalist Walter Wangerin wrote an article for the Chicago Tribune about this. In his article, he notes that too many Christians have neglected and even repudiated the example of Jesus Christ, who eschewed coercion in favor of quiet persuasion, and whose method of acting was his willingness to die for those who would not die. He goes on to say, when Christianity seeks to arrogate uh, power to enforce its righteous principles upon the whole world, it is in no way dying. This is in no way sacrifice. Now, whether you agree with Walter's sentiments or not is not the point. I share this quote simply to say that Jesus' experience in the temple is in the context of the cross. When we read Luke's words, nowhere do we see that the people were enamored with his anger or emotional outbursts, but they were hanging on his words. This is where your story intersects Jesus' road to the cross. Or as Pastor Meyer asks, how are you joining with the sacred cry? This week, this holy week, what words of Jesus are you in desperate need of hanging on to? What are the lies in your own life that need turning over? This is the beauty of crossroads. The cross, an instrument of death and torture, is the very place to crucify those lies. The Apostle Paul reminds the Corinthian church that the people of God are the true temple. What has your temple done that excuse it from being a house of prayer? Take time to contemplate this and repent. Confess these things to God and dedicate your temple as a house of prayer. We look forward to seeing you further down this crossroad.